Hello universe, checking in kind of on the 11th hour as it were, since it is 11.53 on January the 23rd, 2022, according to a calendar that was already in use when I got here, so can't say I've definitely fact-checked all that 2022 stuff, but I'll just say... Uh, my daily recordings are still intact because I had seven minutes to get this done. I do count a daily recording as a recording started during said day. I don't care when it finishes. I suppose I wouldn't want to record for 27 hours and skip all the way through a day. That would feel odd because obviously that would be a recording of the day before but if i recorded for 27 hours then recorded all the way through yep <clears throat> as you can see i've smoked a little weed and uh actually um uh, tried some edibles or i bought some edibles this weekend and just finished them off so we'll see if those have any effect i did notice a bit more of a of an energetic and i wouldn't say euphoric but um or giddy energetic i guess uh enhancement the first go around when i had a few while watching football with my folks but frankly the nfl football games this weekend were completely energetic so i can't necessarily blame all that on the weed but i do know that if i don't take a drink of this diet mountain dew we're all going to be disappointed in the coughing fit that will eventually emerge yummy that is good stuff now that you should start drinking caffeine for i think that might be the hardest of all the habits to break and ah, habits addictions the things that we are compelled to do the compulsive behaviors that we cannot seem to unwind even when we know they are beating us up that which seems to drive us forward without reason, cause, or justice. Just keep doing this more and more and more. And um, believe me, I know what it's like to feel the, the surge of addiction inside your both brain and physiology. It is a compulsion with which I am completely familiar. And... So I have to take myself to task today because, number one, I didn't manage my Diet Mountain Dew intake well enough to not have to burp just there, so taking myself to, to task for that, number one. Uh, let's face it, that's more like number 114, but number one on my list of right now is I got a coworker who does like to bet on the sports event outcomes and uh today was uh running the roller coaster ride that i have been on so many times of both giving up regaining hope uh realizing unexpected windfall only to have it pulled out from underneath you within a matter of seconds and yes, I speak of you, you L.A. Rams who put Tom Brady in the wheelchair he deserves to ride around in these days. 
I'm not. I'm not. I'm not serious, Tom Brady. I, I actually really respect you. I think you. Uh, you are the greatest quarterback of all time. Hate to say it, but I do believe it. And uh, I don't even really hate to say it. You seem like a pretty good guy. Um, but can we please not see you in another Super Bowl, for God's sake? And God, you have nothing to do with this. I hope all those sidetracked and derailed uh, conversational asides are now fully filtered. <clears throat> this poor guy, um, he... He's addicted <laughs> because when I said to him that I was glad that Tampa Bay had lost, he's like, can't you just take one for a friend? And I said right back to him, stop gambling there. That's what a friend would should tell you. And uh, he said, well, that's not going to happen. And uh, it is going to happen. Because those who are in that position will eventually gamble everything away. Every single dollar they can get their hands on. And sports gambling is one of the worst because they take 10% run right off the top. Like, you got to come in at 56% just to break even. And uh, that's not easy to do. Try it. This time I don't mean try it like try being a dude who's sensitive. I mean, try it. Go pick 40 games and uh, pick them in a sport you think you know. Try to pick the winners in Vegas lines according to the odds and see if you can beat 55%. It's hard. And if you do it, even over a course of 40 games, that's an aberration. Because doing it over the course of 400 games is close to impossible. And so the more he bets, the more impossible he makes the possibility of getting any of it back back until eventually he gives it all away. So the only way to win is to quit. <laughs> and yet, if you're in the throes of the gambling grab, the worst part is <clears throat> that you will have some huge successes. Variance does that. It throws a day where everything you do goes right, or even a week, at you to the point that you can have a huge recovery. The kind of recovery that might even recover you fully from whatever depth you may have dropped. Now, this is a rarity. Most people just drop and drop. But there are magical days, magical weeks, magical runs. This happens in poker. It happens at a craps table. It happens at a blackjack table. It happens at sports gambling. It is nothing but variance working in your favor. <clears throat> in a run in which everything you touch feels like gold, it's simply that in which when you turn around and can't seem to figure out how to hit an 11 at a blackjack table and get anything but 16, those runs come too. Snake eyes six times in a row eventually Boy, no more good damn Mountain Dew, I promise. Six times in a row on Snake Eyes will happen. It's just infinitesimally unlikely to happen. And I did look that up. If I remember, it was like 10 to the negative 8th power, uh, 02. So essentially, it's one in, I think, 200 billion chances for that to happen if 
if those numbers are right. It could be 20 billion or it could be 2 trillion. <laughs> I forget how to do factorials when it comes to percentages. Boy, that's going back to high school math. But whatever. It's infinitesimally small. But again, it's going to happen. And all those runs that you think you have finally tuned yourself into the reality of how football works are bullshit. Because football is the ultimate chaotic outcome, as this weekend's games will prove. And there's no way to tell this guy that. And so what did I do? I just acted a little prickly around him, to be honest, which was bullshit on my part. If there's no sentimentality in my heart for those who are suffering the gambling bug, then, I mean, what the fuck is wrong with me? And, um, and yet, here's what's wrong with me. Um, this guy spent the entire day at work checking his phone. So, if he wasn't helping a customer, he was checking his phone. Now, <clears throat> on a slow, crappy day, like any other day, who cares, really? And... It's not like I can't make up for the 75% performance level of a coworker with just doing 110% and frankly don't care that I have to do that. It doesn't even really bother me. It keeps the clock moving. However, to check your phone, to check your bets, irks me. And it irks me because I used to do it. So fuck me, right? Like that's, that's where I need to take myself to task. That is what I used to do. And again, here we are at a universe of my own making. All y'all just showing me what it's like to have been around me when I was both at my best and at my worst. It's a, it's a, it's a fun way to ride out the universe is in this constant funhouse mirror reflection of all the past me's caricatured in life of interactivity that I get to not feel sympathy toward or superior toward or inferior toward or in any other stepping mechanism toward. I get to feel camaraderie with. I could have been any of these people. I was most of these people at some point in life. I was Charles. <laughs> I was... Um, I, I, everybody there, I was everybody there, still am. And, uh, and the, the ways in which certain of the character, uh, line up. And, and it's funny, I actually was saying that we had all the makeup of like a USA or a TBS, uh, uh, sitcom with the situational, uh, rep, uh, geez, repartee. I almost said repertoire. Anyway, uh, I do have these fantasies where I'm living inside of a sitcom, and frankly, sometimes I think they're very, very real. <clears throat> but when they're not, I do share them with the world in a capacity to hopefully give a giggle. And uh, this sitcom lineup is pretty solid. Uh, I can see the overly helpful one, the not giving a shit one. The too stoned to recognize anything at work one. The um, too distracted looking at his phone for his bets one. The too busy uh, trying to find eBay uh, classic video games to play. 
uh, one the takes his job too seriously one that doesn't take his job seriously enough one the um, straight one and the funny one but with that typical sitcom lineup um, the enigmatic one still finds a place in uh, in the lineup to recognize all of the ways that the universe now manifests me back at me. <clears throat> and the one thing I guess I haven't had to confront in my <laughs> version 8675309 is addiction. I'm really uh, uncertain why. I'm sure it's coming. I know it's coming. In what capacity, I can't even imagine. Because addiction for me was always a method of, of throwing um, counterweights at imbalance that was being created in a turbulent life. If I'm throwing everything in such chaotic disarray that I never know how the pieces are going to be lining up on a day-to-day -day routine, then at times driving myself into addictive behavior was the only consistency I could maintain. And that is a cycle in which you are only going to continue to fall until you break. Um, and I knew it even as it was happening. I could sense that I was unmoored, that seams were starting to slip, or that I was finding new capacities in which to dislike myself failing to take advantage of a new job opportunity or getting into a car accident or um, striking out with somebody who I really thought I had a crush on or um, awkwardly walking home from somebody's room that I never should have spent the night at, whatever it may be. There are just times when I would talk myself into having bailed or at least finding ways to dislike myself, I guess. And, uh, and I think a lot of it had to do with not ever being able to just commit to a path that was going to be rewarding fulfilling and secure. Uh, and if, if somebody had told me that all that was available as an electrician, I might have bought it and bought it hook, line, and sinker. I didn't know that the trades offered what they offered. So if you're listening to this and you don't understand what a good life it is to become a tradesman, go revisit those opportunities. They are awesome across the board. From plumber to electrician to carpenter to trim carpenter to finish carpenter 
to Framer. There are so many ways that you can become a professional who does quality work and, and improves over time in a trade that matters and will always be in demand and pays well and is rewarding and offers you the opportunity to meet a gaggle full of interesting people. Just giving you a shot in the arm if you think college looks like a piece of shit overpriced sales job. <laughs> you might be right. Anyhow, you're welcome Trades Association. It's international or national or recreational or uh, gonjonational. Whichever you are, I'm there. Don't limit yourself to what they tell you success looks like. Success looks like whatever you will feel successful doing. And the trades are one place that I was sold a bill of goods that was wrong. Auto mechanic, there's another good one. All those are paths in life that are honorable, pay well, and offer a whole lot of return. Do not listen to anybody tell you differently. Figure that out for yourself. You wanna be a doctor? Terrific. Same level of return is available as a carpenter. Think about it. And in many ways, so it's the same level of financial security. Think about that. Okay. Now. Um, so addiction. I've been addicted to drugs, certainly. Although, you know, I've never had a hard time quitting drugs. But I've always had drugs in my life. So I guess I feel like I'm, a, I'm addicted to drugs. But giving up cocaine was easy. I never even liked cocaine. Um, you know, meth was the one. Meth's the one I'm glad I don't know how to get. Because, uh, again, the one experience I had with that was superb to the point that it was uh, too good. So, uh, for once in my life, maybe uh, ceiling realized before I had to break through it and bleedy, or bloody my head on the way through to understand that this is not a ceiling to be breaking through. Um, and again, recreational cannabis is, uh, it's my crutch. I enjoy it. It will be a big part of my life uh, unless I decide for it not to be. But if it is forever, no harm, no foul, and no judgment from you to me because that's silly. Um, now, addiction to lying. I don't know, is that, what is a compulsive liar? Is a compulsive liar somebody who lies because they're terrified of revealing who they really are? Somebody who thinks they're smarter than the room, so they think they can get away with telling lies? somebody who has learned to hide things somewhat in their family structure, which gives them uh, some default rhythm of protecting themselves with schadenfreude and false realities rather than upfront comeuppance and deserved um, uh, responses. I guess, all of the above. And yet, if, I don't think, I don't know, I don't think, I don't think 
compulsive lying is an addiction. But the reason I had given up on myself was because uh, I couldn't, even in therapy, even in situations where I was, I was completely and, uh, and in need of being truthful, I often failed. Failed not always in large ways, but in significant enough ways to, um, to affect the outcome of whatever the, uh, the behavioral or um, social or um, professional interaction therein was involved. And I'm not trying to speak in doublespeak. I'm really not. What I'm trying to say clearly is that there was a time in my life when I was diagnosed as a compulsive liar and am 100% convinced that was a correct diagnosis because I couldn't get through a day without lying about dumb stuff, dumb stuff, stuff I shouldn't lie about. And so compulsive liar felt like an unfortunate card that I had pulled in the deck for this was something that I had done most of my life until it stopped. And why did it stop? I have no idea. In fact, it stopped in such a, uh, an unintended way. In other words, I didn't effectively stop this. In fact, this is why I had quit the world because I wasn't going to live in a world in which I couldn't be truthful. And everything I had done for 20 years in pursuit of trying to be truthful had failed. So I pulled off. I just got off on the highway, pulled into a rest stop, locked the doors, and said, I'm not going to play anymore. I wasn't going to go through being someone else's disappointment when they discovered I was lying. And so rather than um, figure out how to make that stop, I just came to a realization at some point roughly three years ago that I hadn't lied really about anything for a while. And the way it worked is that I caught myself in successive sequences within a week saying something directly true that I knew I would have lied about in every other instance in my life. And then I did it again. And, I, and it made me realize how long it had been since I had schemed up or coerced the truth or massaged the truth or even just left some truths on the table that were better off unsaid. <laughs> I just somehow stopped lying. And I still don't know why. So a big part of the, <laughs> wait, what? Part of this project is... I'm no longer addicted to anything as far as I know. And yeah, you can all say I'm addicted to pot, fine. I'll even give you that one. But <clears throat> I don't lie. In fact, I don't, I don't even find avenues in which I'm sort of not telling the truth. I am so on point with how I'm interacting with the universe. I think the universe is, is just giving me nothing but easy truths to reveal. So, not only am I not lying, I find no impulse to even remotely be sketchy when it comes to anything other than telling you exactly what's going on.
And this is how I also say, I don't deserve any of this. I didn't earn this. I did try to go earn this, and I failed. Then I tried to earn it a different way, and I failed again. And then I even tried earning it a third way, and I failed again. And then I gave up. And then out of the blue, all of a sudden, everything I was striving to try to achieve suddenly was just dawned on me. Well, that's basically what happened. And obviously, I didn't believe any of it initially. In fact, I did everything I could to figure out how I was deceiving myself in this new paradigm of thinking I was brutally honest and truthful internally in a new way. And then it kept persisting. And then it kept getting more real. And then it started having an effect on the people around me. And then it started having an effect on my life. And then it started having an effect on everything. <laughs> and then I started thinking, what the... <laughs> What the hell happened? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> also, at the same time, and this has been true for more than really three years, but not for much more than four or five, I've just been happy. Happy, 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 happy. I'm even really happy right now for no good reason, but I'm extremely peaceful. I'm balanced. And if you saw me, I've got a slight smile on my face because I love my life. I love being alive. I love the next moment. I love the last moment. They all feel great. And I used to hate life enough that I literally was ready to kill myself. So I don't know about this guy at work. I don't know why he's there. But I didn't give him much help today. If anything, I gave him some resistance. So I owe him better and I'll, and I'll make sure he knows it. But if you're gambling your life away in any capacity, especially if you're, if you're losing money, you know, you can't afford to lose. The only thing you can do is stop. And I say this with the ultimate sympathy. I truly am being kind in saying this because I understand. And even if you don't get it this time, when you do, and you eventually do, I'll forgive you for how hard-headed you were as you went down. But, ah, why did I, I flip around into this version of myself? Why wasn't I this version of myself my whole life? I don't know. Maybe I did have to bang my head against the wall until it bled in order to understand how simple I can be in a happy life that makes me happy and the people around me elevate to the same happiness. <sighs> I mean, that alone gives me purpose in life. You know? Well, that obviously Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs>